From WERA 96.7 in Arlington, this is Formative Tracks, the show where we sit down with D.C. area musicians to talk about the top five songs that made them who they are. I'm Eliza Burkhan. Today in the studio, we have Mina Karimi, lead vocalist of D.C. dream pop outfit Distant Creatures. Welcome, Mina. Hi, Eliza. Thank you for having me. We're happy to have you. So um, tell us a little bit about the band Distant Creatures and how it got started. Well, the band started about three years ago, um, mainly by Dane and Chris, our two guitarists and lead songwriters. I was so fortunate to find the band when I did, uh, which came at this one day when I was just singing along to every song that came on my Spotify and just missing singing because Mm -hmm. I used to live in Brooklyn and I used to perform independently. for about five years uh, as myself or this my stage name was the sparrow but Ooh. when I moved to DC I had a really hard time reconnecting with that world here not not that it's not available I was just sort of busy with other things mm-hmm. and I thought I really need music in my life and I went on Craigslist and lo and behold this band had just lost their lead singer and they were looking for a new female lead singer and I thought this is kind of too good to be true I actually even love their the music that they play and because they're incredibly accomplished musicians and so I shared it shared what I had done with them and they got back to me right away and they said just come to come to practice see if you if you like it and I loved it I love I walked in and I remember I remember feeling like these are my friends that I just found. It was just this great, like, warm feeling of, like, this is right. And um, if anything, I was a little intimidated mm-hmm. uh, because they're just such incredible and loud musicians. And before uh, the music that I was making, mainly because of my own limits, was very um, raw mm-hmm. and mellow and quieter and more like rock folk okay and then it became this much fuller sound with this group behind me and so that's that's how the distant creatures in its current form came to be okay and they're just so disciplined you know we practice every week and yeah which is hard to do. i mean you guys all have we lives all and... we all have lives yeah <laughs> <laughs> we're all surprisingly functional adults <laughs> Because after um, living in New York and Brooklyn for 10 years and attempting different music projects and things never really getting anywhere because uh, maybe, I mean, survival in New York is harder too sure. financially. So sure. Like near impossible. Near impossible. And uh, not, people weren't very stable. Mm-hmm. So to have a project with five people, which Distant Creatures is, mm-hmm. To have the longevity as it has, it requires, you know, five fairly stable, functional people. Sure, sure. reliable and, people. And it's it's amazing to have that in a rock band mm-hmm. um, because it makes me feel like we're kind of here for the long game mm-hmm. and it's not going to disintegrate with other situations right. that come up with, you know, rock bands. Right. And go back for a minute. You said you performed as Sparrow as in Brooklyn? Sparrow. Yes. As the Sparrow. Yes. So, A, how did you decide on that name? And B, is any of that music 
available on the internet. So maybe I can pop that in. I'm curious. It to is. Hear it about. is available. Uh, it it came about when I didn't feel that my name cut it, and I actually wanted to be called the Raven because the music was very uh, dark mm-hmm. and moody, mm-hmm. and the people that knew me were like, "You're not really a Raven." You know, and I, you know, I have this smiley d- demeanor mm-hmm. around people, but mm-hmm. inside, I don't know, this is sounding well, very it, it could have been your stage persona. It's my right? stage persona, yeah. and, and I thought I need a persona, and they were like, you're not a raven, you're, you're more of a sparrow, you're, you're this small fluttery creature, and I'm like, okay, I like that, I think it's, it's very, a sparrow is a beautiful animal, and sure. so I went with that, um, but really what it's about is like singing uh, f- allows you to share a part of yourself that you protect yes. in your regular life. Right. It's this like, you know, this is this opening into a person's soul. And which is why, you know, from a very young age, I became obsessed with music mm-hmm. and singers mm-hmm. um, of all genres, really. Mm-hmm. But the more that I felt like the person was releasing and freeing their soul through song and writing and mm-hmm. just was like this is important absolutely so. <laughs> so on that note let's hear a little bit of distant creatures this is the song unsure Tell us a little bit about uh, the story behind Unsure. That's a great question. Unsure was written um, by Dane, and he actually created that song on the tail end of a previous band that he was in called Ghost Hotel. Mm-hmm. So he carried that into Distant Creatures, and we formed it together. Um, and I think it just it, it captures in a very sincere way the early parts of a romance that mm-hmm. aren't really going anywhere. Okay. Um, and you know you know this? Is it one of those relationships where you realize this isn't going anywhere, you mean? Yes. Okay, okay. <laughs> and what do you do then? You have the feelings, whether it's going somewhere or not, they're still in you. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the gist of the song. Being unsure about where a relationship's going. Being unsure, being unsure whether... You should even act. 
because mm-hmm. um, it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. But there's still that longing, the yearning, mm-hmm. and and I think the song kind of very beautifully captures that very relatable concept of being in a situation and having feelings for someone mm-hmm. who may not have them back mm-hmm. or you can't quite act on them. Mm-hmm. And We've all felt that. Yeah. Way. Yes. <laughs> So let's go to your top five songs that made you who you are as a musician or otherwise. Um, the first one that you mentioned is Pale Blue Eyes by Velvet Underground. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you said that you appreciate the closeness you feel to the subject and sort of the minimal nature of the song. So speak a little bit more about you know feeling close to the subject of that song. I think something just about... Lou Reed's singing style where he's just almost talking Mm -hmm. and it's it's just very frontal in the audio recording and there's yeah it's and he's it's almost like he's reading this this letter uh to this person who causes him pain Mm -hmm. but also he's just incredibly in love with and that obsession with this painful love is this is a very fascinating theme for mm-hmm. me. I think an obsession with painful love. Yes, you mean <laughs> you want painful love, or no. what do you mean you can't stop thinking about Absolutely the not. person who caused you pain? Like, dig into that a little bit more. Um, there is some masochistic strain and maybe not all people <laughs> maybe but maybe uh, i don't know people. i don't know i'm only i've only you been myself only speak for yourself right and i can i can speak for these songwriters who are also writing about that mm-hmm. and and that's that's very interesting to me that true love can capture a, this spectrum of experience for you you know mm-hmm. it can it's this you know beautiful happy thing that you can see in the movies but there is an underbelly of extreme pain too when you care about someone so deeply and we're all flawed people so the the more you know someone the more you can witness that underbelly and that's what this song is kind of about to me okay well let's hear pale blue eyes Thanks so much for listening. To hear the complete version of this episode, go to mixcloud.com slash formative tracks or click the website in the show notes. 